Good evening and welcome back to ATL Falcons UK podcast. Um, not as many with us this week, but we uh, are joined by um, another amazing guest um, to come and talk about the game against Detroit, which, as we all know, um, wasn't the result that uh, any of us would have wanted to see. Unfortunately, we were getting a little bit used to Victory Mondays here on the show. Um, but of course, you can never have too much of a good thing. So um, we're just going to bring in um, a, a massive a long-term friend of the show, um, Justin Felder, um, Atlanta sports journalist. Justin, welcome. How are you? I'm great, guys. It's good to see you again. Good to hear from you again. How are you guys? Hope you're doing really well. I mean, it would be better if it was a bit yeah, too long. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Um, no, we're good. We're good. We've, um, you know, uh, I think we, it almost feels like we're in a little bit of a different landscape right now. Obviously, we've had a good start of the season. Um, <clears throat> up until this point, um, of all the 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 few years that uh, Danny and Cal have been following us, um, uh, Falcons have never been over 500. So right. um, it was, uh, it's it's new territory for, for the boys <laughs> as well. Um, and, uh you know, I guess I guess we need to start off by saying, yeah, you know, great start to the season, but obviously we we hit the blocks a little bit um, on a, a really tricky game this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't think any of us really underestimated Detroit coming in um, to it, but yeah, not the not the result we wanted. Yeah, I, I think you got it right there. Yeah, first thing is to, to keep perspective. They're three games into seventeen, you know, or longer. Uh, and they're two and one. It's hard to get any win, much less a couple to start the season and to be over yeah. 500 and to start two and oh, those are all really good things. Right. Um, that said, it, it wasn't up to really the same standard that we come to expect. I mean, Arthur Smith said on Monday that he felt like they didn't match the intensity of Detroit. Um, Drake London, when I talked to him in the locker room after the game, said he felt like they got punched in the face. And that's really not something you hear from this team. You know, yeah. even even when things were going bad, right? They always took a lot of pride in that the intensity they played with and the, how they'd fight all the way to the finish. And not saying they didn't um, fight hard a- against Detroit, but it was pretty striking to hear that from them. Um, that they said, you know what, Detroit came out with a with a level that they really weren't at. Um, sure. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they bounce back in a in a very different environment. Um, taking on Jacksonville, it's going to be you know a new experience for a lot of players. Many of them did it, but that's going to present some just logistical challenges. And also against the Jaguars team that, like Detroit, came into the season with really high expectations, and they've been been kind of stumbling. So I think that's going to be a, a desperate Jacksonville team. It really might. It's really going to be I think two teams that come in uh, with a real big chip on their shoulders. But um, yeah, just one game. Um, but if it, it showed some problems that if they persist and they keep popping up are, are yeah. going to become a thing. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think we've had a lot of kind of talking points on on social media over the past couple of uh, past past day since uh, since the heartbreak of last night. And I guess um, there's there's a couple of things that that stood out. I think for me, um, the O line don't really seem to be getting in the same groove that they were in certainly towards the end of last year. Um, it feels like Caleb McGarry's having a, a really, really tough time out there. Um, and going into Detroit, we knew their run defence was going to be good, but mm-hmm. I don't think we expected them to stifle us that much. Yeah, and I think, you know, we, we didn't go into the Lions locker room, but read some folks from the, the newspaper in Atlanta that that did, and the Detroit defenders basically said, look, we our goal was to stop the run and see if Desmond Ritter could beat us. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, there's a, a combination there probably of there were some sometimes where, you know, whether the coverage was good or where Desmond Ritter could have gotten the ball out earlier. I'm not yeah. an expert enough to say what what should have happened, but there were some times when the protection held up for a while and then there was ultimately a sack. And then there was also, you know, sometimes when when guys got beaten, you know, you, you said a lot of people certainly here on social media and, and experts have pointed out, yeah, it's, it hasn't always been great at the right tackle spot with Caleb McGarry so far this year. And those things can also, I think, over the course of a game, kind of snowball, right? Snowball, if you're Desmond yeah. Ritter and you're getting hit a bunch, right? 
then all, then it could affect your decision making. It, it, it can affect other things, you know. So so those things can kind of build up when it's seven sacks over the course of a game. It's yeah. not a clean slate every single time. So yeah, I think that's a big thing. So I think um, you know, I think that's that's certainly something that that they're going to be be looking at for sure. But you know, ultimately the the Lions said we're not going to let you beat us with the running game. Show us you can pass it, and without the running game. It really just kind of, you know, put put sand in the gears of everything else, yeah. right? The play action wasn't as effective because you really couldn't couldn't fool Detroit in quite quite the same way. So yeah, it was just a lot of things all tied together um, that really none of it worked uh, for the most part yeah. against Detroit. Really on offense, there, there weren't weren't a lot of bright spots. No, and I guess um, <clears throat> it's it's going to this debate's going to rumble on. I think it's you know around around whether. Whether Ridder's the guy, right? And and I I think, you know, I I I certainly don't think that the jury should be out on him, but he's got to do better, right? I mean, I think especially after the game in Detroit, and and look, right? I think one thing that maybe might be getting glossed over a little bit is that that Lions edge rushers are, you know, they're they're ballers, right? So you know, if if there's if there's a a pair of edge rushers who you really don't want bearing down your neck when you're maybe not so high on confidence. It's probably not. Uh, it's probably not those two, right? Right. The the there got a lot of talent. You know, Aiden Hutchinson was one of the top overall picks for a reason. Yeah. That said, first two games of the year, the Lions had one sack total, mm-hmm. right? So they weren't really setting the world on fire. Like the Panthers, for instance. You see Brian Burns kind of beat up the Falcons pretty good, but he's been going crazy every week. Sure. So it's kind of like, all right, well, this guy is just playing out of his mind right now he's going to be doing it all year long and we'll see maybe detroit really turns it on or maybe they figured something out um but yeah i mean you're right the the desmond ritter debate is going to continue you got to remember he's seven starts in into his career not every young guy comes in like cj stroud right now with houston and sets the world on fire it can take time and there are a lot i mean it's it's you've seen it over decades in the nfl Very polarizing, but also the one thing that really is going to hurt, you know, stifle a young quarterback is exactly what you said uh, just a moment ago is being under constant pressure, right? I mean, that's just going to make a a really, really, really hard job even harder. Um, So you got you got to set him up um, for success a little better. So it it really all goes hand in hand. But you look at Detroit, you know, they got a quarterback right there who struggled for years. And then in Detroit, they really ask him, just manage the game make the throws that are there, right? Um, And and he's really been able to do that. So can Desmond Ritter grow into that role? Maybe he's not Patrick Mahomes setting the world on fire. You know, I I think there's certainly still time for that. He's seven games in. It's it's way too early to write him off, but it's also reasonable, I think, for fans to say, hey, we expect more. And I think – sorry, go go on. on, on. I was just going to say, I think that's one of the main issues that we're having at the moment in time, though, that – everybody's expectation of Ridder is sky high and people are calling him out based on the fact that, oh, but a quarterback should be able to drag the team out of poor performances. Yes, if you've got a Patrick Mahomes or a Watson when he was peaking and stuff like that, it's a completely different ball game. We're, we've not got a quarterback that is a franchise quarterback yet. You can't expect him to pull a struggling, not struggling team, but a struggling performance out of nowhere when at the minute we just need him to be steady. We just need him to make his passes, be consistent. And that is the level we should be aiming for at the moment and not the, oh, he's not thrown four touchdowns this game. And that's the social issue at the moment. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it can be tough to kind of wrap your head around when you see, you know, a first round pick at wide receiver, first round pick at running back, first round pick at tight end. And you think, yeah. okay, well, we just want him to, to be, you know, steady game manager it's like yeah get these guys the ball there <laughs> these guys are first round yeah. picks for a reason um so you know it's i, I think it's a, a matter i think they they expected to be probably further along than you're seeing right now um you know but there's also there's also time i think they're trying to figure out what this offense can look like and i think definitely getting that getting the protection cleaned up whether that's something you know schematic whether that I, i'm not exactly yeah. sure what that would be and i mean offensive line play is so you know intricate it's hard it's hard for a a a layman to to break down or to analyze without 
you know, talking totally, just making oh, stuff up. Um, but hey, hey, but that's our job. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> but I think once once they if they get that cleaned up, give him some time, then yeah, the expectation is get the ball to the playmakers and let them do it. Uh, but again, yeah. hey, that's what that's what Jared Goff's doing, right? Get it to Amon Ross yeah. St. Brown and let him work, right? These guys are gonna get open, hand it to Jameer Gibbs, make the throws that are there, and protect the ball. Uh, and let the skill position guys, you know, be a point guard um, to borrow a basketball term. Exactly. L- yeah, let yeah, those yeah. be the be the distributor, right? Yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes isn't throwing to a bunch of first round picks. He's got yeah. a bunch of got Travis Kelsey, obviously, but he's got a bunch of wide receivers who you know are are maybe a little less well thought of. Um, yeah. But he's able to he's able, like you said, to to elevate everything himself. Desmond Ritter doesn't have to do that, but he has to get the ball to those guys when they're when yeah. they're open. Yeah. So, Justin, I need to I need to touch on this because I think this was a this was another thing that was um, talked about quite a lot today, and I I don't I kind of I'm kind of in the headspace right now where I'm just like I just want everyone to give this team a break and just let them <laughs> let them like organically grow. Um, it doesn't really feel like a kind of week goes by without you know some kind of some player being focused on or some player not getting enough mm-hmm. targets. However, I did I did watch a little bit of the the kind of the, the replays from yesterday, and there has been some talk today around Kyle Pitts and like just general efforts. Like I don't know if the guy's annoyed that he's not getting any targets. I don't know. Like he's never really struck me as like a bad locker room guy. So it, do we think that there's anything in that, or or again, are we as a fan base, which we know can be quite uh enthusiastic let's put it that way <laughs> sure. um uh are we just are we are we looking too much into it there's nothing that i know or have ever heard you know to that effect i've seen you know uh, posts about that uh etc yeah. the one the one thing I, I didn't get a chance to talk to kyle after the game um yesterday and we weren't uh we were traveling back so we weren't up at the facility today the yeah. one thing i noticed early in the game was on that um there's that deep pass where he was open and and Ritter didn't you know didn't get it to him. It seemed to me, and I saw other people tweeting about it that um, that it almost looked like he was limping a little bit, and then he was out for like ten plays in a row, and then he came back in and played. So I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe he just you know turned it something. Maybe it was nothing. Maybe I'm imagining things. But that yeah, was that was one thing I noticed was it looked like for a second he kind of came off the field a little awkwardly. And I, I watched him. I got, you know, I usually sit up in the press box. I have binoculars, especially to see if injured guys are doing anything. He wasn't meeting with the doctor, so it wasn't anything serious. So if it was anything, it was, hey, just give me a minute to collect myself. But um, I, I wish we had a chance to ask him after the game. Not that he would have necessarily told us if anything was wrong. Um, but I wondered if that might have been a little bit. Um, but but yeah, I, I don't think he's, he's never given us any indication or any of the people I talked to that he's, you know, that he's frustrated, but you know, you got a guy who call him the unicorn. You expect yeah. him to look like Travis Kelsey getting 10 catches out there. And that hasn't happened um, hardly, yeah. very often at all yet. So, this all could be just part of cementing together though. Like we said, we're three games in no, no team is ever performing at the peak three games into a season. And I know it's not his first season, but mm-hmm. Everything changes. Time changes. It was what did he have? Nine targets for five receptions and forty-one yards. It's not great, but it is right. an improvement on week one and two. So right. baby steps. <laughs> and trying to and trying to get him the ball for sure. You can exactly. tell by the targets. You know, he's he's certainly a focal point um, of the offense. But but yeah, it's 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 hard to wrap your mind around right having all these super duper talented guys, um, a quarterback that they have. They have tons of confidence in it and have really talked up for a long time. So I can totally understand fans who are like, now, wait a second. It should be a little yeah. better. But you know what? They play one game a week and we overanalyze it. And that's part of the fun of mm-hmm. it. Um, and, th- and that's fine. But it's still it's very, very early. The, the entire season's ahead of these guys. Um, but it's totally reasonable, I think, for fans to look at this and say, hey, if this doesn't get turned around, these high expectations mm-hmm. are just not going to work out. Well, it's, so, it's it's gone, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just I was just checking just checking on on time here, Danny. So obviously, yeah. Justin, we're we're really really hoping that we get the chance to uh, link up with you in London next week. Um, the Falcons have been in touch with us, and 
we've released to all the followers what uh, what pubs are all going to be in and um and and what the events are going to be around Wembley but just before you go um I did want to um seeing as uh, I know you have more feet on the street than coppers on the beat um <laughs> there's been talk today about injury to Troy Anderson is there anything that you can tell us about that I saw, I was, again, I wasn't up there today. So this is based on the folks who were up there. I saw that uh, Arthur Smith said it was a, a chest pectoral injury, that it might be a, a significant one, um, which would, would definitely be a loss. I mean, the, yeah. you know, the athleticism that he brings in the speed at that linebacker position, they were really expecting um, a, a big jump this season from him. And when he's been out there, dude's all over the field. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, w- and when you play teams, with you know, tight ends have given the Falcons so much pro- so much trouble over the years. You got a couple games against the Saints, and they're going to have Alvin Kamara, like a, a back who's going to run around out of the backfield. So, or you know, ETN this week with uh, with the Jaguars who can catch passes. So, such a such an asset, such a weapon to have a, a fast linebacker like that. Hopefully, it's uh, nothing serious. And they've got a guy in Caden Ellis who's been great. Uh, and Nate yeah. Landman has been, you know, in, when he's been called upon, you really in, in week two hardly had to say his name at all, which is a good thing yeah. if a guy's coming in there kind of as a fill-in that you don't even notice. Uh, maybe he's not making these huge splash plays, but he's not getting beat and making mistakes. So no, I thought that yeah. was a pretty encouraging performance from him. So hopefully it's not that bad. That would be really unfortunate for a guy they like a lot. Yeah. Well, listen, um, I, I know that you uh, have much more – um, pressing and important things to do <laughs> rather than sit around and talk to us silly. No, uh, he does not. We are. Yeah, this is the best. <laughs> silly, silly British morons. But we appreciate we appreciate you coming on, um, and really, really hope we get a chance to link up again uh, next week. So, um, all the best, safe trip, and um, and we shall uh, hopefully catch you very, very soon. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be we'll be out and about. We're going to try to make it to um to the to the party on Saturday to the fan yeah. event. I'm not sure what we're doing Saturday yet, but um. But I saw the post about Sunday morning also. So we'll be around. Uh, please come say hi if you see us. Hit me up Absolutely. on social media or whatever. And, yeah, looking forward to it. We had such a great time last time hanging out with you guys and um, really looking forward to it. Look forward to doing it again. Thank Thanks so much, much for coming on, Justin. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. See ya. See you later. Thank you. Oh, no. Let's change oh, that. No. Boom. There, there we go. go. Perfect. Um, so... Whilst we're on London, should we stick on the London game just for five minutes and just run through it all a little bit? Or yeah. do you want to jump? Yeah. No, no, let's uh, I think I think uh, you know, I think <clears throat> what the our conversation with Aaron last week really kind of um cemented a few things for me. And I think I'm I'm an emotional guy, right? So I I, I tend to see a lot of these arguments and you know, I I get defensive and, and I yeah. probably I'd probably get a bit too defensive when actually, you know, talking to Aaron last week, he's absolutely right. You know, these we, we, there's got to be some improvement, and yeah. i i take I take a lot of comfort from the fact that the Detroit Lions that we played yesterday, they're a yeah. good team, right? And if we're not there yet in terms of where where everyone needs to be schematically. Headspace wise, you know, it 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 was always always going to be a really really big struggle to go into Detroit's home and 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 get a result there. <laughs> that being said, as one of Desmond Ritter's biggest advocates, Des didn't have a great game, right? So, you know, they've they've all I think collectively, yeah, coming over to London next week. Jacksonville just got an absolute. Hoking off the Texans, by the way. Texans yeah, put, put, put a 40 bomb on them. So, you yeah. know, like that's going to go one or two ways. They might be really, really angry and want to take it out on us. So, actually, they might yeah. be on the slide as well. Right. So, um, or on a slide, should I say, not as well. But, yes. Um, I think, again, it's going to be a really, really big task. Um, but I think, in terms of the Detroit game, you know, not great, needs to do better. Next yeah, I, I agree. Um, when you look at Jacksonville against Houston, <laughs> somehow the nearly outplayed Houston in every statistic in terms of yards, passing yards, rushing yards, everything. They just 
I didn't watch the game. I've seen a few highlights, and for whatever reason, they just couldn't see it over. Yeah. The difference yeah. being, our defense in their defense was absolutely balling out for the majority of the game over weekend. However, sure. when you're on the field for eighty percent of the game, it's inevitable that you're gonna, gonna you're gonna give up points at some yeah. point. There, yeah. was, there was no way around it. So, I think a bit of a deflated Jacksonville is probably what we needed at this time because if you were facing one of the the big well, guns it's it's a good acid test right you know yeah. like you know you, what, what when you lose you need to you need to come back and ball out right so yeah. you know are we going to are we going to come up, are they going to come over to london and yeah. you know let the you know jaguars take advantage of yeah. us maybe not being as far along in terms of the development of the team that we wanted to see, right? Yeah. Or are we actually going to go, no, no, this ain't us. We need to go back to what works. And yeah. we know that we're playing a bit of a an easier defense against the run. So, you know, we yeah. can kind of almost go back to that. Like, like false start, Falgan, I'm just going to just quickly check this comment up here. Only yeah. one just go back to the drawing board, right? So it don't work. And, I, and I'm really, really encouraged to to hear Justin saying that about Kyle because yeah. I'd seen loads of people say it and I, I don't know I'm kind of like he's always everything we've heard he's always sounded like a really good locker room guy but yeah like do like Julio hurt me so yeah. now I'm like anyone can do it maybe he's just a dick like yeah. who knows Absolutely. right um but yeah so I think I think that's kind of where my headspace is at and I'm I'm really glad you know, Justin was able to jump on and we could we could get that insider knowledge. Just just before we go onto the game, yeah, yeah. Against Maxonville, I'm just gonna quickly um flip this comment up. So we've got uh, Alicia over on Facebook. Um, I'm coming to the UK for the first time. Where are the Falcons fans going to be? Right. So on this, we've we've put the posts all over our socials. So if you follow us, just nip back into the posts. But uh, I pinned it on Twitter, um, and it's our most recent post on Facebook, so it's all on there. Um, yeah. But for anyone watching that maybe hasn't had a chance to read it yet, on Saturday, it's going to be the Admiralty, which is in Trafalgar Square. Yeah, um, It'll be open all day. Everyone will be there all day, but the event itself is from 6 p.m. till 7.30 p.m., uh, right. and the Falcons have said there's going to be – Freddie Falcon's going to be there, the cheerleader's going to be there. Uh, Brian Finneran's going to be there to sign some autographs, take some photos and all of that magical stuff. Um, and then on Sunday, it's the Green Man Pub, which is walking distance from Very close to Wembley, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a repeat of the Saturday event pretty much. But then at 12 o'clock, um, all of the fans are going to walk together over to Wembley is a bit of a... I don't know what you want to call it. I suppose it's a march, but a little yeah. bit of a a little bit of fanfare with it all. So yeah, I, I will be honest, right? And, I, and and absolutely no disrespect to Brian Pinneran, right? Because he was an absolutely brilliant servant to the Falcons. Yeah, I am so hyped, like so hyped that I'm going to meet Freddie. Like I can't, <laughs> I cannot, cannot wait. Tell you how excited I am. To give Freddie a big hug. Like, Freddie jumps just... off the stadium every single week. Oh, that deserves a pat on the back. 100%. 100%. Um, cool. So I just want to uh, I just want to quickly um, click a pause comment as well. Um, yeah. A regular listener to the show, Detroit has set the blueprint to stop us. The worry is we don't adapt as it's a copycat league and other defences will... Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, I suppose what I'd how I how I respond to um, to that question is yes, absolutely, but it's what we did last season, and and yeah. you know they can they can set up to to stop the run. Detroit Detroit's defense against the run is is was already very good, right? So so they came up with a game plan, right? Now if this if other teams try and do that. Then this offense needs to click. So, I suppose my point is, our defense is going to be as proficient at, at stopping the run as much as Detroit. 
is going to be my first kind of major question. Yeah. My answer will probably be no for most of um, most of our schedule. And I suppose, secondly, you know, if they do, then we either need to get better at adjusting or it's it's going to be a long season, right? Absolutely. So um, I think... Uh, I think that um, that question is a fair one, and uh, you know, the only, I think the only person that can answer that is you know the eleven teams and the, the eleven men in red and black. So yeah, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, when you look towards Jacksonville specifically, though, based on the performance against the Texans, they didn't get any sacks either, so they're not exactly performing. At a, the highest level they've reached. The only concern that sure. is Foy now plays for them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, he's gonna you have know, that grit in his teeth. I, I, I love that man. I, 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 I love, and I, I'll be honest with you, the, the one I'm kind of most worried about is, is, is Red. You know, like, yeah. I, I think he's had, a, I think he's had a really, really good start of the season. I think it's pretty much nailed on that we're going to get a second round pick. But yeah. you know, and and it's and it's so great to see him going somewhere and flourishing, and it really makes me sad that he, you know, obviously didn't feel that he could do that here. Yeah. Um, but he's 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 gonna be a a real worry. So you know, yes, Akuda didn't play too badly this week, but, no. but you know, we we need AJ and 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 Akuda and Jesse to be absolutely on their A game because. You know they've th- these guys have got weapons and Trent yeah. can throw the ball. So you know we uh, we're in a exactly. In a and, uh, Mr. Lawrence was two hundred seventy nine yards, one touchdown, one interception. It was twenty seven out of forty. But like we said, we are not the Texans. Uh, but our de- defense is and has been performing to a pretty high level. So I'd yeah. like to think that we could at least challenge them so that it's not a walk in the park yeah. the lions the lions only got points out of repetition i'd say we Listen, did, there wasn't any fatal errors i didn't for one moment go what that, was lion, that, that lions team that lions team can put a 40 burger on you easy right yeah. so although i don't I, I didn't like getting beaten in the way that we got beat sure no. but you know they, they they can they can score points against anybody yeah. Um, so you know, credit where it's due, right? Let's not take anything away from from the opponent we've just faced. You know, this we didn't we didn't just lose yesterday because mm-hmm. we weren't necessarily at the races. You know, we played yeah. a really really proficient offense, who, like I say, can can score points against anybody. So, you know, to hold them to twenty, yeah, was I'm, I'm not I'm not saying it's great, right? But what I'm saying is, is that you know. In perspective, they've it done worse. They, they, they've <laughs> done much worse to much better teams than us. Yeah, without a doubt, and and I think that's the problem. Um, like we were saying just before the show started, hindsight's a beautiful thing. I think if we lost the first game of the season and then one hour following two, everybody's eyes would still be oh playoffs were fine. Don't worry about it. It was just an early stutter. Three games in is still an early stutter. It's we're not the perfect team, and like you just said, we didn't get beat because we were poor. That was part of it, but we played a good team. That's going to happen. That is the nature of football. So, I think there's been a lot of overreaction about one loss. Yeah, we're not, we're but, not burning it down for one loss. I mean, look at look at Green Bay, right? You know, I mean, yeah, it did fill me with a little bit of joy to watch the Saints blow a lead for a, for a change, um, yeah. but you know. It, it's it, it's one of those things, right? You know, like Green Green Bay aren't a bad team, right? And yeah. we still managed to to pull out the stops against them. But then I'm kind of like I'm at the point now where we we have to start to improve. Yes, yeah. But I am I am going to I'm going to fly this flag for as long as I can. Give oh. these kids a break, like yeah. just let them grow. Let them grow. And listen, if they don't and this season's a disaster, look, that's on the coach, right? And and you know how much I love Coach Smith. I've been growing my moustache just for Sunday, right? Just for, this so, just for Sunday, right? So, you know, and, and 
like, I just can't help but always kind of get to the same place where I'm at with it. Just give them a break. Just let them yeah. grow. Let them grow as a team. Let them gel, right? Yeah. And and you know, Paul just brings up a, a, a great thing in the in a great point in the chat. Um, I I'm literally just, just popped the stats up on my phone as my next point. So he's read my mind. You know that Broncos defense. I like you know all the stat guys at the beginning were like Sean Payton. He's he's got good pieces on that defense. Yeah. Sean Payton's going to make the defense better. He's just had a seventy bomb dropped on him. Like and and they took a knee for a kick at the end, so it could have been that little bit worse as well. You know, it's like it and it. You know, sometimes games just don't go your way, right? Yeah. And I mean, not like. You know, we got like we got that, beat by but... we got beat by fourteen points, right? And, and we didn't play yeah. great, but we didn't get seventy dropped on us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I actually think our fan base would spontaneously combust if we I... had a seventy bomb dropped on us. I think I'd I'd probably come off social media for a good <laughs> few weeks because it would not be worth my time. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean my, my phone battery already takes a battering from from our social media. So, uh... but, but again, it's perspective because so we're two and one. The Saints are two and one. Uh, Panthers are one and two. Div Div and, and then of course the the Bucks play tonight, and that's not going to be an easy game against the Eagles. We could all be sat at two and one. It's not a disaster. We can only look at our division. That's all that matters at the moment in time. Well, one hundred percent, and I think, and I think that's lately. And look, you know, even if, even if our, our even if our divisions are an absolute bin fire again, right? <laughs> Just say we win the division, we got the playoffs, and we lose the first game of the playoffs, right? Well, okay, but we had the most amount of dead cap last year. Yeah. This year we'll start start started to finally build a team. Yeah. So. Is one and done in the playoff. I mean, that's that's a, again, it's, that's progress. That's a step it's forward. Still right? Progress. Yeah, <laughs> we've been had a positive, a positive win loss ratio for how many years? Well, you know, like, and, and this is this is kind of where I'm going with it. We just, we just, we just need to chill. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not, I'm, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of burn it all down. I'm not jumping on Heineke in. I'm not jumping on any of those things just yet. I understand the shouts and everybody's entitled to that opinion, but like seven starts in, he's seven starts in, man. And this I season, do, I do in. think, I do think that there is, <clears throat> and, and, I, and I wouldn't say this to his face, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I do think there is a real case for oh, no. uh, an offensive coordinator. Now, I understand okay. Art wants to do it himself, but. Yeah. I think what I'm concerned about is, and you're seeing you're seeing it in Pittsburgh at the minute. You know they're absolutely like destroying that offensive coordinator mainly because he's awful, right? But but the yeah. what I think the issue that it's causing, right, is because our head coach is calling plays. Yeah, it almost puts more pressure on him. Hundred percent. And I know. Because I think I think I think he's a legend, but but I, I know he probably wouldn't see that as a hindrance. But I think, yeah. and I know that he would probably want the pressure on him rather than his his guys, right? But at the same time, if this offense needs to needs to gel a bit more, then maybe another perspective on offense with a with Someone. an OC, yeah, it, it might help. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm just trying to. I suppose I'm just trying to kind of look at things objectively at the minute. It's a hard one, isn't it? Because I'd be inclined to agree based on this season so far, because even when we've won, we've not been spectacular. We've just, no. we've just plowed through teams. But at the same time, and I, I don't see him giving it up either. Like I don't, I don't see that in his nature. Well, he, he's here for a reason. I know he's done it before, but I agree in terms of NFL is a business. And yeah. business is results, and it's a results game. And if he wants just his head on the line, taking responsibility for being head coach and the offense, then then that's on him. But he is doubling his workload. He's doubling the pressure that's put on him. And I suppose because I like him so much, that's why I don't want him to have all the pressure. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, like, uh, um, you know, we went through a gazillion. Offensive coordinators under Dan Quinn, right? And yeah. ultimately, 
the actual real problem was was <laughs> was the front office. It wasn't yeah. you know you could have got any offensive coordinator in. Yeah. And I'm I'm now just at the point where I'm like, we need to evolve this offense. And I'm not saying yeah. that he can't do it, but I'm saying we need to start looking at ways of okay, well, this ain't working, so what will? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of those as well, like like we've discussed earlier, all of the eyes are on quarterback because that is the nature of the role. But yeah, he's got a ton of first round picks in front of him, but none of them are performing either. I know they might not be getting the same amount of receptions and targets as you'd anticipate or maybe you'd get from a more experienced quarterback, but none of them are, are glowing so yeah. far this season. And players in... Our roster well, are going in different exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. In his own way, maybe not so much the game just passed, but they shut him down exactly how you should be shut down. They again, yeah. they did their job exceptionally, so he didn't underperform. He just got bricked out of it, didn't he? And again, like, look, look, it's always going to happen. Look, remember, Detroit beat the Chiefs first game of the season. Like, yeah. Yeah. Again, this is not a you know this is not a game where I, I really think we should kind of look too much into it. Of oh, you know, it, it definitely means that we're trash because that's that's not where yeah. we're at. You know, mm-hmm. so um, so yeah, I think um, really, really, really good opportunity at Wembley this weekend, and I am I am so hyped for it. I really, really am. Um, so hyped, and. Uh, you know, we've we've seen them win on on UK soil before. We have. Uh, it was the last time Pitts got a touchdown, right? So was it? Um, was sorry, I see the last time. It was one of the. It was his first one, definitely. I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. But he's yeah. doing far between, so um, it's going to happen again. <laughs> well, this is it. Maybe he just needs to get back to Blighty. Maybe he just needs to have yeah. some fish and chips and a cup of tea, and you there know. Embrace our wonderful culture, um, <laughs> and uh, and and he'll be he'll be right as rain. But uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm quietly, you know, confident that uh, this this again is something that they just need to improve on. They need to take it away. And like Aaron said last week, you know, we really need to start putting four quarters together. One hundred percent. The fact that we got to a stage where we were still technically competitive in the fourth quarter it was still doable is a testament to the defense but also like why are we having to get to the stage where we're thinking oh it's all right fourth quarter's coming no no start fast and that is something that's the most infuriating thing as a fan because that game the first first quarter as a whole was so flat from us we didn't look dangerous for me we didn't look dangerous I mean, they didn't look dangerous either, but it was just so end to end, and there was no nobody just to go stop, just yeah. calm down. We're all right, we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all very rash. Well, look, you know, like I say, this is this is a, a another kind of, and look, I think coming to Wembley is almost like there's always a good atmosphere, but it, it, I, I can't imagine it's the same as going to a game in the US where, you know, Agreed. you've got your home fans and then smatterings of away fans and then that's it, right? You know, the the atmosphere will be fun, but it's I, I, I don't think there's a huge amount of pressure, even though they say the Jags are the UK team and all yeah. this nonsense, they're not. But, you yeah. know, and, and I've, 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 I've got a couple of friends who support the Jags and you know, it's it's very much yeah. It's 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 not an overwhelming difference in support though, is it? There is. I think the only reason the UK's team is because they come over so often. If one team like the Falcons just keep coming over every year, people just adopt them. There's not. I don't think it's so staggering that a stadium. They're an expansion team. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The, uh, like if the Falcons keep coming, we'll be fine. We'll be absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but but you're right in terms of atmosphere. Like yeah, it's a sold out stadium, which is not always the case in NFL. We've seen empty, no, no, empty Mercedes Benz for a long time. Full of you know, full of people who support thirty two teams. So um, exactly. I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is the atmosphere is not probably going to be as pressurized 
no. as what a home or away game would be. Um, yeah, it's an away game uh, for both teams, so it's a neutral playing field, isn't it? It's, yeah, it, exactly. it, it benefits us in terms of it's meant to be an away game anyway, so why not make it a little bit more difficult for them? 100%. Um, cool. So, um, over and under. Over and under links back to Mr. Pitts that we were just discussing. Um, I've got Al's take, so he got it sneak peek to him early. However, I didn't get a chance to get Liam's, so we'll try and get it uh, after the show. But it is Kyle Pitts over or under seven targets this week. I, I can do a little rundown of his stats if that helps. So this season so far, he's had nine against the Lions, five against Green Bay, and three against the Panthers. Okay. Uh, and then the season before that, five, eight, seven, nine, five, three, four, eight, three, seven. So it is, I've gone for like a little bit over average, but just based on the fact that he scored a touchdown in London last time and he's got a bit of a point yeah. to prove and maybe a chip on his shoulder. So, so what are we saying? So, over over seven targets, did you say? Over or under seven targets, yeah. Ooh. I'm taking, and I'm keeping the faith, I'm taking the over. Kyle yes. has, however, gone for the under. Yes, I am going to go, <clears throat> I'm going to go over as well. Um, I, think, I think his performance was, we targeted him more the week just gone, and we're back in London, fresh ground, Got a touchdown there before, a little bit of self-confidence. Yeah. I think there's no way we don't try and utilise him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm happy to take the over on that. Obviously, I think we all we all went over um for Bijan, so we all took a we all took an L last week. Uh yeah. last game. Um both figuratively and literally. But uh yeah, yeah no, I am um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. With the with with the over on this one, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I think he's just you know he probably just get like then we just need a, 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 a even if it's just a good half just to get yeah. some confidence going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's get some juice flowing. Let's all it takes is one big run, one big run, well, or one big reception, or whatever. It, that's all it is. So I think um, I think I think there's a there's a real opportunity to um, to get. Kyle to really, really do something this week. So yeah. um yeah, I'll take the over on that. Yeah, why not? Did Liam did Liam come back? Liam did not come back. However, I will press him for it before the game, so then he can still be part of the score. I board. can tell you right now he's gonna go on the under. Oh, he's uh, going on the under. So, In fact, uh, should we read out his um his his overview before what he told us he couldn't come on the show tonight? Yes. Uh, yes. Let's go. <clears throat> just for our regular listeners, Liam isn't well tonight, so yeah. that was why you, you just blessed blessed with, with Danny and myself. But um, what was his uh, what was his response? And I quote, "I'd have oh, sworn God. about McGarry, and it wouldn't have, <laughs> and I wouldn't have been sorry about it." Well, so, yeah, negativity yeah. pulsing through us. <laughs> well, I think it's 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 rough, right? Because, and I. I play the game right at a very, very, at a very, you know, uh, shall we say, amateur level, right? And it's, it's, and I, and I play a tackle, and it's not, you know, it's not an easy, it's not an easy position. But we've just paid this dude, right? Um, I mean, say we, say we paid him. I mean, it's, it's decent money for, for, for someone at his position. So it's, it's, it's really frustrating, I guess, because you kind of. You, you, we need this. We need this O line to turn up to see what Ridder's made of and whether um, Ridder can be that guy. And I yeah. think the really, really frustrating thing for me, and I, I, I don't want to kind of go over all ground because I know that we talked about it. But I think yeah. the really frustrating thing for me is, is that you need that O line to function to give Des a bit of a chance. To A, get some confidence, B, get some experience, C, get yeah. some wins. But you can't you you can't expect a quarterback to to to, to flourish when he's always on his back. No. And 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 we've seen it repeatedly with Matt, you know, to 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 the point where it was just it was just sad towards no. the end. You know what I mean? It was it was really, really, really frustrating. And you know, even if I, I suppose the caveat being okay. But even if you can't protect him, 
Yeah. Make, make the run game work. Right. Yeah. So I think that's the, to, to Liam's point, that weak link in that O line is not only putting our quarterback at risk, yeah, putting our season at risk, yeah, but he's also stopping our major our, our, our one focal offensive threat, which is the run, right? Yeah. So uh, I think I think Liam's absolutely right. And I mean I, I don't think I've ever heard Liam swear anyway, but you know, it, <laughs> no, I've not not today <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I can understand why he would, why he would want to do so. So yeah. um yeah. So I think um just to kind of round up putting uh putting Detroit from this week into the F it bucket. Um yeah. because we're not gonna think about that anymore. We're yeah. gonna think about an amazing weekend that we're about to have surrounded mm-hmm. by Falcons fans, all other fans of other teams are welcome to join us as well. Um but guys, listen, you know, and I, I do feel like, and I'm, I'm, Danny, I'm going to need you to clip this later to put it on the socials. I'm ready. If if you see us about, and we're enjoying ourselves, and we're just, you know, in the moment, 28-3 jokes aren't funny anymore. No, they're not. Not only not are they not funny anymore, we've heard them all. <laughs> you're not new. You're not clever. You know, no, no one's, no one's going to pat you on the back and say well done, right? It's, it's, it's really, really boring. So, do us all a favor, right? We've got loads of things that you can take the mick out of, right? But, but not twenty. Can, can I read the one we got on Facebook, please? please? <laughs> right, um, I, I. I I, I don't. I, I love banter as much as the next person, but it's just that it, guys, come on. Go I on mean, now. there's there's plenty of things as individuals, as a franchise. Take the one hundred percent. Twenty-eight three. We got one on Facebook earlier. We don't use Facebook much. Twitter's our our primary home, and it reads, "Can I have tickets twenty-eight and three, please?" That's right, twenty-eight three. Doesn't even make sense. <laughs> What does that even can mean? I, can I just say that person in question needs an immediate hard drive check by the program <laughs> um, because it's not funny, right? So oh. just 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 give it a rest. Grow. It, it, do you know what though? It's so bad it almost is funny because it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah. oh, anyway, anyway, so moving on. To amazing time in in London next week. Yeah. Um, got Ben in the chat and watching us on YouTube, which I can afford to come down this weekend. Ben, we will have a drink for you, my man. Um, we will do indeed. I uh, uh, hope that uh, you can get down to a London game soon. Um, uh, is there any other business tonight, Danny? Uh, we've got a little one, just just Kelsey and Taylor Swift. It'd be rude not to just uh, okay, yeah, just, uh, just a little. Um, I don't know if you've how much you've been on socials today. It's it's everywhere. It's it everywhere. Is everywhere. But there's yeah. just one clip of Taylor Swift going, "Let's fucking go!" And honestly, it's made my fucking life. <laughs> it is the best thing I've ever seen. It's just, just so say, you yeah. swore before I did this week, so you know I did. Um, just, just, it just fell just out. Want, just want to point that out. Um, <laughs> that yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's a bit of a, a bit of a weird situation. I guess. I guess I'm, I'm guess I'm too old. Like I don't, yeah. I can probably name about two or three Taylor Swift songs. I mean, it's not my jam anyway. You've just got our show um, cancelled. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I just don't really get it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I understand. I'm not. Everyone's personal lives are to their own. It's just really interesting based on the fact that Taylor Swift following you know, on socials is. I know she's really big. I know she's really big with the the youth of today, and I I get that. You know, I do. Um, but I just I don't know. I don't really. I don't really have a great deal to say about it because I'm. I mean, I mean, it made the it made the man play out of his skin. So whatever works for you, whatever works. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Some of us vape, some of us drink coffee, some of us date Taylor Swift. Whatever, whatever. That forgets you going. Yeah. Well, I mean, she 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 had messaged me first, but I said I was busy. So you know. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there is a resemblance. There actually is. Yeah, a resemblance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. 
Um, he wish he had my hair. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, I I think yeah, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. I do kind of just want to slip into any other business. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seventy points in one NFL game, and um, you know uh, a lot. I think Liam mentioned it last week, you know, a year and a bit ago, Dolphins fans were screaming for, for Tua to be traded. Um, yeah. You know, the um, obviously the, the franchise kind of could have gone straight in the bin because they had a whole issue with Brian Flores and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get this kind of dweeb. Yeah, like <laughs> out of nowhere, who's who never even called players before, but was just and and I seen I seen a picture earlier on. Of, uh, he actually used to be a ball boy in Denver, right? So oh, so you know, like going from that, being a, a team's ball boy to to then progression inflicting one of the worst defeats. I think the Dolphins scored like ten touchdowns. Like yeah. listen, Listen, I I I I doff my cap to yeah. the to, to the Dolphins this week, and it was it was great to watch. It was wonderful to see it happen to Sean Payton. Um, <laughs> absolutely love that. Um, yeah. Really, really can't stand that dude's face. So, um, you know, I think just kind of a off the beaten track shout out. You know, dropping a drop dropping a seventy burger. My God, you know, Dolphins, bravo. Fair play. I've I've never witnessed anything like that just yet, so I'm praying for the day. I'm praying for the it's day. It's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. Um, cool. Uh, so on to London. London's calling. On to London. Oh, that's the that's the next that's the that's the name of the next show. On to, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, we're pretty much done for the show. But anyone that is coming down to London, can't wait to see you all there. We we myself and Cal. We'll be heading down on Saturday morning. We'll be at the Admiralty um, basically all day until late. And then we will be don't ask questions, probably Soho or something like that. I'll be I'll be down in the I'll be down in the evening. Um, I will I, I, I will have the kids with me, but um, I, I will be uh, I'll be down in the evening for the event. I'll be <clears throat> on yeah. Wembley Way um, at 9.30 a.m. Right and early. All of it, all the on uh, on on yeah. uh, on Sunday. Um, we're gonna have a great time. Um, you know, really, uh, and and we've had quite a few um, of our kind of regular followers, listeners, um, get in touch saying that they're coming over from the states, which is amazing. Because wow. I mean, the last time when when they uh, when the Falcons came over, uh, when we played the Jets, um, it was it was great. But I kind of just felt like it was a lot of the you. UK guys, it's great to see you know, so many of our our uh, our friends from across the pond. Um, uh, so yeah, really looking forward to meet you all. You know, if yeah. you're having trouble finding it, we'll post some. Um, uh, we'll we'll obviously post some stuff um, on yeah. the on, on the morning. So, so if you're having any trouble finding us, just drop us a DM and uh, yeah, and we, we will. And if you see the flag that Mark is modelling at the moment in time, come over, grab a photo. We want as many photos with a flag over the weekend as we can. Um, so whether it's on your own and you post us and tag us in it, or whether you want photos with us in them, which I don't know why you would, looking like this, but we may. I don't know why you wouldn't. Mark's moustache will be peaking, though. So It will, uh, be. It will be. So if anybody... <laughs> um, so, yeah, we hope to see you all there. Um, and let's get on to London. Let's do it. On to London. Guys, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Really, really appreciate it um, from Danny and myself and, and Cal and Liam. Um, really, really looking forward to, to seeing you. Uh, I've got my teeth back in. Looking, uh, I'll take a run up at this one. Really looking forward to seeing you all at Wembley. Um, but until then, we'll catch you next week. Catch you all next week. See Thanks, you later. Guys.